0: Welcome to the Women's Utilities
1: Network One for All podcast, our corner of the world where we'll be talking all things energy, water, sharing personal stories and debating female issues. Enjoy! Welcome to this One for All podcast. I'm Victoria Lemon and joining us today is Yuko Tanaka from Grid Beyond. Yuko is a sales operation manager based in Yokohama just outside of Tokyo, Japan. Welcome Yuko. Thank you for having me. It is a great pleasure to be here. Thanks for joining us. Um, I'm really looking forward to understanding a bit more about how the energy market works in Japan. It's obviously very different to what we're used to here But before we get there, I know you haven't always worked in energy. Can you sort of tell us a bit about your career to date, please?
0: After I graduated from university, I started my career at one of the global beverage companies in Japan. My division um, oversaw whiskey, brandy, liquor, wine and cocktails. And I oversaw mainly wine, responsible to support the sales team grow our business in eastern Japan region. I was supporting the sales team from the back end such as analyzing the market trend, initiating sales promotion, creating marketing tools, flyers, posters, brochures, and premiums. I met as many di- uh, big wine fairs and events. It was a lot of tasks and responsibilities, but I had great support and was enjoying the achievement we were making through the activities. I did it for total five years, but it became a great uh, great challenge when I got my kids. I was ambitious and I wanted to be successful at work, but I also wanted to be the best mom for my kids. It was just impossible. Company culture—it um, it was just impossible. Company culture twenty years ago in Japan was not understanding to working mothers, especially in the sales division. Most women left work to become a housewife, and that's how it was back then. We had meetings set up very late, and no one worked from home. And the more ambitious I was, the more difficulties to balance both. And my husband wanted me to stay home with my kids like other women. And I was facing another difficulties like finding good childcare. So I made my decision to stay home raising kids. I spent like nearly six years at home with my three kids. I enjoyed, uh, but I always felt like I'm not a, a housewife person. I liked working, and keeping. Yeah, I liked working and keeping myself busy, and, like facing challenges and getting excited to the achievement that we make as a team. It's not so, for
1: everyone being at home, is it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's, it it was fun, but it, you know, you know, like the, the Jack Coaster kinda like excitement and the achievement and the teams. It's just so he wanted much to different. get back to a team. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can understand that
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah I really gradually like um decided to um do work once again like I restarted from working part-time jobs and and in 2017 I dived into the energy industry American company was seeking for a bilingual marketing person which I thought was a great chance to restart my career
1: nice. yeah I always You're yeah I was... <laughs> to energy you didn't start yeah. from energy background. It was more your marketing background mm-hmm. that took you there.
0: Yes. Um I didn't even know how to read my energy bills. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I I was um I wasn't um really confident about doing the energy part, but I was really confident with my um sales and marketing skills.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um the company actually wanted someone to do take over the communication part of um facing the B2C part and I I also was very interested and always wanted to work in a global market so they needed someone like me (laughs) it was a really pretty good match.
1: You've had a lot to learn I guess on the energy side of things. Yes. Doing it for five years now did you say you've been doing it since 2017?
0: mm Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had some switching jobs because of the family reasons. Um, mm-hmm. um, I had to relocate to the um, Kanto region, which I'm now living. It's near Tokyo. But um, the reason I moved was because my husband moved to Tokyo. So I had to change jobs. And But I started another job with the energy sector, which now was the headquarter was in New York. So it's another American energy company. When this energy company got acquired, I switched to a Japanese company and spent a few years there, but now I'm back in the energy industry again, working for Grid Beyond. Grid Beyond supports industrial and commercial energy users to actively participate in energy tech services to help the grid by way of demand-side response, which was I thought was very um, interesting and something that I wanted to do as a lifetime work.
1: Nice. And is the energy sector in Japan very different to the UK? Yes, um, energy sector in Japan has
0: been very different to UK as it was totally closed with um, few dominant players in the market. Now that it has been liberalized, it is chasing the same path the UK market has gone through, like opening new energy markets, trading multiple products, trying to bring in more renewable energy into grid, and changing regulations rules, all aiming for carbon neutrality
1: in 2050. So all working towards the same goal.
0: Yes, gradually, everything is so slow in
1: Japan. i would think that would be opposite i would think that japan is ahead and very uh, different in in a different way japan is a really closed island um
0: so um people don't really like changes they think that it they understand the importance importance of the changes but they're not really used to like changing drastically Cause it's a really small island and you don't have like so many people um coming in and going out. It's just so you have this stable um environment. <laughs> and um, we also had lifetime employment system. So which makes it a bit uh, different
1: from the other markets and industry. So people are sort of expected to stay in that one company. Yes. So you are a bit of an anomaly by moving around. I definitely think so because you know how
0: women are. You you're forced to um, make difficult decisions because of the family reasons, the oh. kids, the husband, even like the parents when they get old. It's kind of you or <laughs> the woman's side who take yeah.
1: the responsibility more in the family. It's it's interesting that you said that about sort of women are generally at home and Mm -hmm. doing the childcare side of things. Does that generally lead to a very male dominated workforce? So when you went back to work, were Mm -hmm. you sort of an outlier in that way?
0: Oh yes. Uh, I really think it's a definitely male dominated industry, obviously in Japan. Like I go to conferences, like business partners, and like most of the contacts I meet um, online and offline are men. Mm-hmm. And um for example there are only like 5.8% female managers in tepco which wow. is the biggest energy company in Japan this male dominated environment simply comes from the cultural background where in the 80s, more than 60% of the households were like husband working day and night, where housewives stayed at home raising kids and doing houseworks. Like
1: my parents were like that and lots of my friends too. That's a tiny percentage of uh, women managers. Do you see there being a bit of a shift or do you think it's a bit stagnant? Like you said, it's very much not so much changing
0: so as i said they understand that um the importance of changing so mm-hmm. they have they're setting up like the percentage goal to bring in more um, managers or bringing in more board members and uh, women board members into company but as i also told you that it's a lot of companies um, take um lifetime employment system and it's not it's gradually shifting too so the length of the years that they've devoted to the company is also important. So like for women, they have to take some years off their work because of their pregnancy or like the raising kids would be a bit of a disadvantage coming, um, building up their career inside those lifetime um, employment system.
1: Yeah. I I know we sort of spoke before about how actually you can see this being a bit of an opportunity for women, that Mm -hmm. there is a bit of a change a little shit mm-hmm. happening, and, and now is the good time for women to jump on board into the energy sector in <laughs> Japan. So, uh, how, how do you sort of see that moving forward? So,
0: well, as I told you, that you, you hardly see any women in the like conferences, and like like people, like even I meet in those people, um, places, they think that I'm just like a supporter of other male managers. But um, there's it's good strange. things as i don't don't see ma- um, many female participants it brings my presence well and grabbing attention mm. i would always try to show strong presence impression which is working well bringing in more leads and i'm i'm definitely taking advantage of that sounds a mm. sounds
1: good opportunity
0: i see big chances is um especially in the energy market, because um Market is very drastically changing due to the huge influx of the renewable energy with regulations and rules keep changing literally every single year to accommodate the energy transitions. There's a lack of resource in energy sector as there are not many job changers in the energy market. And since workers in these sectors um, work in a very domestic environment, not many people have bilingual talent. Uh, It was not much required. Um, Women, (laughs) I think, um, have more, uh, have better in learning different languages and had advantage in that point. If you have like good working experience, which you are capable and confident that you can contribute to the company, energy sector will offer a great chance in restarting and rising your career.
1: That's great. A bit of promotion Mm -hmm. there on on working in the energy Mm -hmm. sector. For you, being bilingual was really your key to unlocking Being in mm-hmm. the energy sector, do you think?
0: Yes, becoming a um, bilingual uh, is a very one of the key factors because, as I've told, um, lifetime employment is still holds a big portion. I mean, in the cultural part of the company, but not non-Japanese company, foreign companies are pretty lenient about how the background is. They put more focus on the talent. So it doesn't matter if you work there for 10 years or eight years, if you take two years off for your kid, it doesn't matter because they just are interested in your talent and career and experiences, which makes a really different, big difference between the men and the women. And if you have some other things that you can present to them, the capabilities that you can offer them then they will be happy to have you join their team, which is a bit a great chance for the woman to uh, build up career in the energy
1: sector. That, that's great that if you bring in that different experience, you can start to see there's these more opportunities available. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it's just now because lots and lots more um, non-Japanese companies are entering on um, Japan market. And um, the difference in this, you know, the dominated industry, makes a really difference, and also the value of women <laughs>
1: being here. And how are you in Grid Beyond linked to the Women's Utility Network? What, what for you sort of? Obviously, in Japan, we're very much a UK-based um, organization. Mm-hmm. But how how are you here doing the Women's Utility Network as part of Grid Beyond? Who put you up? to doing it i'm I'm just being nosy
0: really Uh, yes yeah so gabby um gave me um this offer and i thought this opportunity getting connected with people working in this industry really um helps me like get motivated that i'm not i feel myself that i'm not alone like work because you see, everyone is male and you don't have like really connection, like deep connections with other people working in a different um, companies because yeah. it's a kind of closed industry. So like I'm um, joining this podcast, listening to pe- how people are um, engaged and building up their career just motivates me <laughs> yeah. and just gives me energy to try to do something that um that I can accomplish something from through the career
1: which yeah. yeah um I'm really happy that Gabby Gabby gave me this opportunity <laughs> Ab, I'm really happy that you decided mm-hmm. to take it it's really interesting hearing the japanese perspective of the energy market and mm-hmm. How the, I can see that there are similarities, but also there is obviously quite a big difference. And and the move, but the movement that Japan mm-hmm. seems like it's working towards, it is going in the right direction by the sounds of it. And with that direction, it's bringing those opportunities for more women to come on board.
0: It's really moving. It's trying to change, but um, it's really slow. As I told, yeah, the cultural difference. We we really like. As you know, like the lifetime employment system doesn't exist in foreign countries, um, not many because, but we really like want to be confident and change, like um, make changes slowly, but with
1: more perfection. Yes. So mm. you're going to do it and you're going to do it right when you do yes we we like
0: to make we like things to be prepared um vice versa like the like pro- products in europe or like the services in europe i found it like evolving together comparing to japanese companies um because japanese company require a perfection more than um doing it together to getting get better uh, when they got the service. So I think that's something of, of a chain difference. I think many companies are starting to recognize the importance of bringing in diversity. There are researchers that are bringing in women. In board will increase values and in that women are most important drivers of sustainability as well as corporate social responsibility. Energy industries are forced to change, and I strongly think that bringing diversity into human resource will give a good impact to supporting the big change. Having more women in the sector, I think, is a win-win solution for the company industry and for both women and women.
1: We can't argue with that really, can you? Yes. Agree
0: that.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's heading in the right direction. Yes, I hope so. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been really good to hear that different perspective um, from around it. And yeah, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you listeners for uh, listening to the Women's Utility Network podcast today. We will see you soon.